Uh, welcome to an all new Marvel cast, Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel. We're going to talk about everything MCO and beyond, from Avengers and Defenders to Robbie Robertson and Ben Ulrich. My name is Ashley Hobley, joining me today, Ultimate Kieran Marchant. It is I here kicking off a fucking whirlwind trip around the globe. Well, you're- Ending? Ending? Ending a whirlwind trip? Well, we're also ending a trip right now. We're ending an MCU. Oh, you're, you're talking about that plot in the movie. So I, was, I, was, I thought you meant. I was, definitely. Oh, okay. mm, definitely. Mm-hmm. Lucky this film was set 2019. Uh, also joining <laughs> us, Astonishing Dylan Blight. Happy to be here to close the chapter on this world and spanning journey. <laughs> and I mean the podcast, not the movie. I mean the podcast. I mean, is my, still the, going. Podcast. the podcast is continuing. This segment, this. Uh, these run, let's rewatch these episodes. Because this we're, show we're isn't just a rewatch show, apparently. Yeah, it's all about the Marvel. You know? Listen to what you want to listen to. <laughs> listen <laughs> to what you want to watch too. But uh, listen to the Wonder Vision specials. We'll have some Falcon and the Winter Soldier episodes coming. This is the place. I mean, keep, probably, keep it it's probably coming now. That's true. That's, that is that's very true. true. Listen to those. They are out. I love that show. Good shit. Yeah. I love the bits in before, with in before Dylan hates it because there's too many characters crossing over. <laughs> love Bucky. Good show. <laughs> All right, this episode we're talking about Spider-Man: Far From Home. Everywhere I go, I see his face. I just really miss him. Yeah, I miss him too. I don't think Tony would have done what he did if he didn't know that you were going to be here after he was gone. You going to be the next Iron Man now? Well, no, I don't have time. I'm too busy doing your jobs. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Look, keep up the good work because I am going on vacation. Heads up. Nick Fury's calling you. I don't really want to talk to Nick Fury. Why? Because if you don't talk to him, then I have to talk to him. I don't want to talk to him. You sent Nick Fury to voicemail? I gotta go. You do not ghost Nick Fury. What up, dorks? What's up? We're just talking about the trip. I'm here in St. Marco Polo's. Oh, I think MJ really likes me. That reminds me when I first fell in love. You're a very difficult person to contact, Spider-Man. This is Mr. Vet. We could have used someone like you on my world. New world? Beck is from Earth, just not ours. The snap to our hole in our dimension. You're saying there's a multiverse? We have a job to do, and you're coming with us. Uh, released 2019, directed by John Watts, written by Chris McKenna and Eric Summers, uh, based on Spider-Man by Stanley and Steve Ditko, starring Tom Holland, Samuel Jackson, Zendaya, Kobe Smulders, John Favreau, J.B. Smoove, Jacob Batalon, Martin Starr, Marissa Tomei, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Peter Parker, the beloved superhero Spider-Man, faces four destructive elemental monsters while on holiday in Europe. Soon he receives help from Mysterio, a fellow hero with mysterious origins. Uh, Dylan, what do you think of this rewatch of Spider-Man Far From Home? Uh, It's still a pretty okay movie, and I think uh, it's, you know, it's a perfect palate cleanser, I guess, for the the epic, serious, death thing that is endgame uh this thing is supposed to be a little bit more fun and whatever i would say though i really enjoy everything that's not a superhero film about this and to that i mean i enjoy peter just being a kid talking to his friends trying to hit it up with mj 
I even enjoy Happy just trying to be like, you know, his scenes with the kids and all that sort of stuff. But basically anything that comes, you know, Nick Fury, fucking Melonhead, um, what's, what's his name? <laughs> Mysterio. Uh, <laughs> I forgot the villain's name. Mis- villain, by the way, I suppose. Uh, any of that stuff, I was very much like, kind of zoning it out to be honest and maybe i i feel like i dislike i liked this film less on the rewatch and maybe a lot of that has to do with i know exactly where it's going the the swerve in the middle that i feel like most people saw coming when they watched the first time but you still didn't know because they've, they've done things with characters yeah before that we've you've obviously seen. they've so changed the scrolls sure. completely yeah exactly so you know the first time watching it you're like it's probably this it's probably not we'll see how it goes uh, but yeah, on this rewatch, I was like, knowing where it's going and all this sort of stuff, I just didn't, the first half of the movie, all the tricky dicky stuff, yeah, I was like, whatever, I don't really get it. I really love old school stuff, though. Kind of wish this movie was literally just Peter on a holiday, dealing with his friends, trying to, you know, like it was just a rom-com, <laughs> teenage rom-com. It was called Love, Peter, would have loved that. <laughs> would have loved that. Good, good Would have been all about that. So yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel about it. All right. Kieran, what do you think of Spider-Man Far From Home? It's a solid movie. I think it's a good epilogue to this phase of the MCU. Um, it's nice that a character finally gets to not only begin with dealing with trauma and the passing of someone they loved, but by the end of the movie, work through it healthily and actually have some character growth in terms of dealing with that trauma throughout the movie. Like That is that is quite nice to uh, witness throughout this movie compared to a particular character in Endgame. Um, but it's weird I how we recorded these out of order. I it's mean, really weird how we definitely record them out of order. Um, and how much you love that Thor arc in, in Avengers mm, Endgame. Yeah. That's how I remember it. Oh, uh, well, yeah. that's how I expect it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's a solid movie. Um, I guess my only fault I ever have with this movie is part of me just wishes this was a more neighborhood Spider-Man story. Like, I don't need all the globe-trotting and a Spider-Man story. I'm cool with him just being in New York and, and kind of continuing that storyline, that kind of progression for his character. But jetsetting across the world, you know, not having it seem like too much of a coincidence that Spider-Man or somebody with similar powers is showing up in the same locations um, is always fun. I guess that how this movie deals with the blip is interesting because it's our first kind of major dealing with the blip since the since Endgame. And, you know, we, we get to see it. We get to see... Uh, there's more about the blip in this movie than I remembered. We get to see the band blipping back into existence in the middle of a basketball game where they get, like, oh, That's a funny scene. Yeah. It's hilarious, but... Now, imagine um, that in a road. <laughs> yes, no, exactly. Imagine that in a busy highway. Good luck They're to dead. those people. Like, a cro- like one of those pedestrian, like, crossings? Again, I'm going to call back to that helicopter we see crash in the uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel and credit scene. That dude... Has come back, gone. I'm alive, and then he died. <laughs> like, there's two options: either he blipped in midair, or he blipped in the wreckage of that helicopter that is no longer there, or something inside there. the wall of yeah. the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, it, it has very good moments. I think the storyline of Peter dealing with Tony's passing, but then having so much pressure put on his shoulders to be like the new Iron Man or to fill that void, um, and him to come to terms with it. 
um, is fantastic. And I really love Mysterio in this movie. I think Jake Gyllenhaal does a great job throughout the whole thing. Um, I like the swerve, even though you kind of, if you know Mysterio from any comic book or TV show or anything, you know he's a bad guy. Uh, but I think how they, not only how they played Mysterio as a character, because I think the original origin for Mysterio was he's like a, a special film, effects artist, yeah. special effects artist. Um, so to not only then transition that and then to put him with characters that have been featured, especially like the one that always gets me that I'm always impressed with is the guy that was in Iron Man 1. The uh, first one, which there. I yeah. remember looking up after leaving a cinema because I was like, there's no way it's the yep. same dude. And then I, yeah, but it is. I'm like, it's wow, 100% okay. the same actor, which you're like, oh, okay, that's impressive. But to steer that to though all those characters have relation to Tony Stark and continuing the storyline that way is really good. I love Tom Holland and Zendaya's like chemistry on screen i think mj grows on you more and more this movie i think in the first movie she was a bit kind of a little bit too quote-unquote weird or she's barely in it she's 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 very much probably has like five minutes a minor character in that film (laughs) yeah she's given a lot of fringe screen time but this movie she's given a lot more time to flesh out and be part of it um i think i think as a yeah it's a high school movie though this is a good movie it's just it it there's some weird there's like my brain this happens a lot where i've said it a number of times in this movie where my brain's like how do people not piece this together like the whole situation with it being drones the whole time and i don't know how some of the drones do the special effects but sure whatever it is what it is um amazing hologram tech amazing hologram tech but then that actually could light things on fire and do things like well the, the the drones are shooting things or have yeah. flamethrowers yeah, in them is what I they know. explain oh, no, but yeah. i mean yeah. when you think about it, the timing on those must be amazing you know from the to actually hit peter and for him to feel like he felt something yes you know? yeah exactly what's exactly. not fake like they shoot real bullets yeah but, but make him but for to- make him feel like the elemental is hitting him is hitting him rather than he just got oh, shot right. like a heap of times by yeah, yeah, drones yeah. and stuff. Yeah, um, I would. I assume it's no different than VR, right? Like you know, you try in VR, you feel like you're falling, you feel sick because like your your brain gets tricked, but, even though you you know it's fake. You know. Yeah, but when you hit some, when you land on the ground in a VR game, you don't feel the ground below you. I don't know. Have you ever fallen in a VR game? Because I have, and I felt the ground come up fast, Ash. You know what I'm saying? No, but you don't actually feel the ground hit you. No, because I hit the ground. I enjoy the film. I don't think it's, like, amazing. I don't don't know if I... I don't think I like it as much as I did Homecoming. Um, I do enjoy them going around Europe. I think it fits with the story of Peter wanting to... He's... As much as he loved wanting to be a superhero in the first movie, obviously he's gone through a lot since then, and he desperately feels like he needs a break. Uh... I feel like it's. it would have been nice to see a little bit of the past eight months, I guess, would be the thing. Like, how much it's is Spider-Man... school, I guess. No, but, like, how much Spider-Man stuff is he actually doing in that eight months? All the criminals got blipped back in, they were in jail. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think it works like that. No. You know, all these people ask... He's constantly getting asked if he's going to be the next Tony Stark and that kind of thing, so, you know. Uh, obviously, yeah. people are expecting him to save the day constantly. Um also, the, at the start of the... I will say, at the start of the film, it felt weird, especially watching Far From Home so soon, seeing Peter so desperately in love with MJ. Uh, it kind of feels like it comes out of nowhere, but by the time they're, he's trying to win her over, you know, you don't care because they're, but then also, they're great like, together. It's, it's eight months. 
kids change and get feelings at eight months. It's like, been more than eight months since homecoming. Yeah, to be like, fair. eight months yeah. since homecoming. Yeah, it's been a lot longer. It's been, It'd probably be it's like six been years. a couple of years. Yeah, well. Not yeah. six. It's probably like one or two. Well, there I mean, was, technically there was, six. There's a five-year gap in between. Well, also there, there was. Yeah, I was about to say, there's probably <laughs> like a year between homecoming. But clearly both MJ and... Um, yeah, yeah, they both, both got both blips. Got I know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but I'm saying like there was a year between homecoming and Infinity War roughly. So you could like... You don't know what was happening then. They romance his feelings to bloom. You know what yeah, I mean? that's true. Uh, I will say I loved how they actually... Yeah, they, the opening to the film... Of uh, well, not the the myster- not them meeting Mysterio for the first time, but the you know the eulogy or tribute to the fallen Tony Avengers, Stark. the terrible Windows Movie Maker tribute to Tony yeah, Stark, the yeah. one where they got like a terrible blurry picture picture of Vision, <laughs> uh, and, and it's like, Google I Images mean, where they didn't Getty's, know how to get the, the Getty's images of the, of the yeah, candles, yeah, and like the yeah. t- the Tony's Tony Stark images like from like ten years ago, back from when like Iron Man one was released and stuff. It's just yeah. Yeah, the funniest true. thing about this movie, though, is literally that Peter's like, I want a break. I don't want to do this superhero shit for this movie. And I'm like, me either, dude. I kind of wish you didn't have to either. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm with you, Peter. I'm with you. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I love... I think they really did a great job with Mysterio in this sense. Like, they showed off his power set from the comics in the best possible way uh, they could. Uh, I really enjoy Nick Fury in this, this film, even though it's technically not Nick Fury. Uh, I think it, it's a nice... I think I read in, like, the Wikipedia, it's a nice switch compared to Tony Stark in the first film, uh, where, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> where Tony Stark was the cool father figure, uh, Nick Fury is the stepdad. <laughs> you know what? I always thought, that until the, the the twist at the end is revealed, while watching this movie, Richie, I'm like, Fuck Nick Fury is the biggest dick for like no reason in this movie. This is the weirdest like character change like going. Like even in terms of Nick Fury's been a dick in the past, but he's never been It's almost like he's playing a parody of himself or someone's yes. pretending to be yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Which is at the end of it you're like, <laughs> Oh, I understand now. But while you're watching it, you're like, fucking hell, dude, you are pushing this kid a bit too far, you know? <laughs> That was a good thing about this rewatch, actually, because I, I haven't rewatched since, this since the cinemas, and yeah, rewatching it now, knowing that it, all of the Nick Fury scenes just have a, a kind of separate layer to them, which is yes. which is quite funny. So, yeah, he's super happy to like trank anybody and everybody. Yeah. I think it, it, Taylor's just likes doing <laughs> that. <laughs> the next person that knocks on this door will be going to another funeral. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a great... I, I really enjoyed it, obviously, you know, the Eater thing. I mean, it's kind of weird that Tony would just have this whole set of drones that he's never used. Why didn't he call those drones up during Endgame? They weren't going to help with fucking... They could have no. shot some stuff down. Yeah, well, like what? Is, no, like, you like let a- all these all these, <laughs> all these, uh, magic users and Wakandans and as whatever's left of the Asgardians come running out and you the just... He was know, like, it's fine. I'll leave these drones for later. Yeah. Mm. No drones. Yeah. Also, we, what we don't know is... Part of me has this weird superstition that in a future movie we're going to have find out that there's been like a AI Tony Stark doing stuff in the background. Um, and it's... I don't know. Dylan's just pulled a face. And Ashley It's a terrible idea. <laughs> I feel like it's going to happen because there's going to be... Like he's going to make himself into a version of Jarvis or some shit. 
I mean, Robert Downey Jr. ain't gonna want to record fucking AI lines. He's like, I'm dead, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. I'm not coming back. I ain't coming I'm, back to record. Well, well I mean, it's an easy he, paycheck. I mean, Paul, it's like reverse Paul He's already said in interviews he's open to coming back for stuff. He didn't say he said it's not the end. Like, you yeah, don't have to, it doesn't have to be the end. Yeah, I mean, he could come back for flashbacks. Kind of, I think if the money's done. right. If the <laughs> money's right, and by that I mean lots of zeros. Uh, and that means no, no, no. Disney's just going to give him a checkbook. And be yeah. like, look, every time we want you in a movie, you just write yourself a nice little check out of that checkbook and cash it, all right? We good. <laughs> we good. <laughs> you, you value yourself. <laughs> I mean, it's not a crazy notion. Uh, I think, what was the name of that character from the VR game? That's the IA. I do not remember, but that is that is a story, that is a storyline, actually. That's a, that's a funny point. In, um, in the PlayStation VR... Iron Man game, which I think is just called Iron Man VR. He yeah. has made Tony oh, called the Gunsmith or the Weapon yes, Dealer or something, something like that, that yeah. is the name of it. Gunsmith, and yeah. it's an it's an AI that he had built to help him build weapons that he based entirely on himself, and it looks exactly like himself. And spoilers for like the first spoilers for the game, I guess at this point. But fuck it, in that game, uh, that AI turns against him and actually becomes the bad guy, and then he has to fight himself. So it's Tony versus Tony. So, so yeah. Like that could be an interesting thing. I guess that that would be an interesting one to use for uh, Armor Wars. Yes, or yeah. or whoever is whoever steps up. Or to Iron be, Heart. Um, yeah, Iron Heart. Yeah, yeah. One of those ones that would be interesting. Uh, I hope but- they don't do Iron Heart. By the way, I hope they don't do Iron Heart for like many years, and they can just until have it be Morgan, his daughter. Yeah, until yeah. Morgan's older. I think that's. But the- they've already confirmed that they're doing it Iron Heart with what's the name? Do they? Yeah, whoever's playing Iron Heart. It's like a. Riri Williams, the current character in the comics. So, Morgan can be nah. a character one day. You know, she can be rescued. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I really love all the touristy stuff that they do. Uh, I really enjoy the other guy who's also in MJ the entire time. Uh, and his uh, his constant efforts to uh, screw Evan, screw Evan or Eric. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, quick search. <laughs> Live IMDBing, everyone. Not hey, the first Brad. Been done and not it's the bloody last Brad. Oh, Brad, there it is. Yep. Uh, yeah, is that, so, that's a funny bit, like the whole... Especially like you know, the opera one, where he just sticks in the finger. But I mean, just like having a character blip age up, like that's an interesting... Dynamic, yeah. Uh, yeah, dynamic. My, did. The blip, the blip was best used when, uh freaking the teacher was Monstar. Monstar's yeah. like my wife faked being blip. Like we had a funeral for her and everything. <laughs> I mean, the funeral was real, but <laughs> man, yeah. how sad. It's funny. Yeah. Oh, although that reminds me, I saw on the 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 plane screen. I was looking at the documentaries. Obviously, there's one on Wakanda. Obviously, there's the one on Tony Stark. Uh, I think there's one on Hydra. Then the fourth one, Eric Selvig doing Supernova or Nova, yeah, like is, a documentary series. It's Eric Selvig. That's that's twice he's been mentioned in like recent. Like he's uh, on the screen in the start of Endgame as well, being like one of the people that's gone missing. And I'm like, you motherfuckers are just trying to remind us that he exists. Yeah, After so when we he comes back, saw him being used as slave labor in the Avengers freaking. No, uh, last time facility. we saw him was Dark World being crazy. 
no, no, no. He's in. No, no, no. He's in. Oh yeah, he's in. Uh, he's in Age of Ultron. At Age the of end. Ultron. My yeah, bad. Yeah, because he's running around the facility, and we're like, where did all those people go? I'm just working off screen. It's just unfortunate that every time the camera's there, none of those workers are there helping out. <laughs> all right. Uh, I guess it, there isn't any MCU building this week. I guess technically, uh, we could include J. German Jameson, uh, played by uh jk simmons <laughs> uh who appears right at the end of the film uh so j jones jameson uh first appeared in the amazing spider-man number one march 1963 created by stanley and steve ditko uh incredible uh different take to the original daily bugle version very much a uh you well from that you can definitely tell it's more of the modern day conservative radio host type um not to name names but definitely influenced by those type of uh personalities it's alex jones yeah that's who that's who immediately came to mind i didn't want to say his name because (laughs) don't look him up don't waste your time yeah he doesn't deserve do you hear me is he listening probably you're a piece of shit alex jones This all-new Marvel cast is a conspiracy. (laughs) (laughs) Bring toads down all of us. Australia's even a real place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no. Uh, Yeah, so he's great. One thing I have with the whole uh, JJ... And, you know, let's not spend too long on the conspiracy theories because you can go watch... uh, Listen to our WandaVision... If you listen to our WandaVision episodes, we'll spend a lot talking about theories for J. Jonah. But um, one thing I do think is... Do you think there's people, younger kids, who only started watching like Marvel through this run and have no idea who the fuck he is and why it was such why it was such a like whoa yeah, moment? I think so. Definitely, mm. I would. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. So, yeah, because it's like if you were born like even like a couple years older than us, you know, and you kind of miss the well, yeah, the first you, film came out two thousand one. There's people to you know turn 18 now born after that first movie came out yeah like between 2001 to 2000 what's iron man 2008 2007 something like seven that, yeah. i think seven i'm gonna say seven yeah so there's definitely an age group there of people who were just old enough to watch iron man but weren't weren't old enough to watch spider-man when it came out so and maybe never went back so or maybe only got into the mcu you know, like a lot of people did where it, it took for like four Ragnarok. A lot of people like love that because of the comedy and stuff. So uh, a lot of people have, uh, haven't been long time, time fans. So yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting to see if people, if that, if that works in the long run, there's like intertwining potential timelines or weird stuff like that. By the way, uh, are you not doing uh, building MCU? You don't have Mysterio's fucking background there. What are you doing? What? He's not coming back. Dead. No, he's definitely. I think he's definitely featured. You think he's coming? You think Quentin Beck's coming back? I think he's going to be there in some form. Do I need the characters that are lasting one more movie? Yeah, that's the that's what this whole entire thing's been. Because he I'm, he's going to last into the next movie technically. Okay, well, Quentin Beck debuted <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man number thirteen, uh, June nineteen sixty-four, <laughs> created by Stanley and Steve Ditko. Uh, obviously, this I. I think Jake Gyllenhaal's amazing in this. Uh, 
I think it's it's an it was an interesting period. This period of for Jake Gyllenhaal, where is it? But obviously, he played some uh, more sinister characters around that time, and this he was much more friendly, like the cool was uncle. It- was Nightcrawler uh, around this time? Was that? I think that was a few years before. Nightcrawlers were like 2014 yeah. or something like that. But that that was the swerve of him playing the creepy dude, which he's done a few times now, and that's yeah. what he's doing in here to a degree. So his ability yeah. to switch, like th- that switch after the bar scene, like in between him being with Peter and then him being with everybody else, of like his switch in personality is great. Like it's fantastic. Like you, it just kind of all lines up really well. I say swerve. But he's Donnie Darko, so I, I don't know if yes. it, like, but it's more so like his <laughs> adult years. He was trying to be a bit more serious, and then he's like, "Nah, back no, to doing Donnie Darko." <laughs> yeah. No, uh, go watch him in John Mulaney and the Cyclone Punch. Uh, he's great in that. Uh, but yeah, I think their whole plan kind of weird that they. I guess it it all hinged on this one lady finding about Edith, and Edith being given to Peter Parker. Uh, but yeah, all the effort that went into. It's like 20 different people, all accomplices. To this I don't know what the long-term plan is, though. Like, their plan is just to be Keep... the best superhero and be famous and rich. They just yeah, want to become the new Tony Stark. They want to fill the void yeah. that is Tony Stark. But and it's like, what power... happens when a real bad guy shows up yeah, and you can't they don't, actually... I don't think they think that far ahead. <laughs> yeah, how are you, <laughs> you going to plan I mean? the animations for that? Yeah, like, what happens when... Th- like, if Thanos showed up after, what would they... <laughs> what's their they, long-term they plan? Care. I don't think they actually care. I think they're just more like... Look, if we get to that point, then maybe we can come up with an idea. Or there'll be the other Avengers around. Like, we won't have to mm. do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where Do, do you uh, wonder where all the other Avengers are? Or? Don't they? I mean, fake, fake Nick Fury kind of says, you know, thought off well. Captain Marvel can't be contacted. Um, who else is there? Where's War Machine? Uh, doing paperwork. He's not Where's, real What's Doctor Strange up to? What's, you know, Hawkeye up to? I'll tell you what. I think doing. Hawkeye's retired. Oh, well. Hawkeye's training his uh, apprentice. And yeah. um, Scarlet Witch is Going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we'd, I mean. Find now I think about it, yeah, oh. there kind of is no Avengers. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, Doctor look, Strange is nobody... potentially dealing with the outcome of WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> so, Black Panther is... is... Unfortunately, if nobody is able to turn yeah. up to WandaVision. They're certainly not turning up for these fucks in Spider Man. Nobody Black knows was ever, was about ever... WandaVision. It's one town. They would have found if if one of like the Avengers goes fucking mental. They're trying I'm to keep sure it the, secret. The first, yeah, but keeping it secret is different to hey, other Avengers, can you come give us a fucking hand, please? Because uh, shit's going bad. No. There's no Avengers like, left. Ken Wu has to the fucking thing he has uh, has to have a direct line to Ant Man to yeah. to fucking Scott Lang. Hey yeah. buddy, what are you doing? Can you like you shrink down and walk through <laughs> walk through this hex? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, Ash, how how does everyone feel about there being no the first MCU movie with no Stanley sighting? I mean. Like I think I said, in a, like I said in a previous film, they had the perfect Spider-Man send-off with him in Spider-Man into Spider-Verse. Uh, so they should have just cut that scene out and put it in here somewhere, somehow. Just animated the animated scene randomly in a live-action movie. Yep, sure. They could <laughs> no, have done. They, they could have. I mean, they could have had him in some funny montage or something, just a picture of 
or included him in the credits. I don't know. I think yeah. I think his last one being in Endgame, even though it's not as good yeah. as Captain Marvel, I think his last one in Endgame is fitting. Yeah. And then not have that as a staple for the rest of the MCU moving forward. Because at yeah. some point, they're going to do it wrong. Yeah. Or it's not going to hit right. And they're just going to get backlash for it. So it's mad. So look, we've done it. You know, we had a nice send off in Endgame where he quote unquote drove off into the sunset. And that is the that that is where we're leaving it. And I, I perfectly appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dylan, what's the most marvelous moment from Spider-Man Far From Home? on the bridge when MJ is like, you're Spider-Man. And he's like, no, I'm not. And then he's like, she's like, I think you are. And he's like, okay, fuck it. I am. And MJ is like, holy shit. Well, <laughs> I, think I was only 60% sore. After <laughs> they accidentally set off the holograph. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's my, yeah. I think, I think that's just the moment I liked. It's almost like, uh, just, yeah, the, the team rom com type moment. And yeah. That's the moment where they start clicking and you see a little, you see her break out of her. I like dead things, mo- like sort of caricature. And uh, gets a bit more lively or whatever. So, no, I, I enjoy that moment. That's, that's, that's my pick. Yeah. Uh, Kieran, what's your most marvelous moment from Spider-Man Far From Home? Uh, Happy and Peter's conversation in the plane. Um, yeah. I think for me, that moment is so pivotal to um, Peter as a character, but then also I think it fulfills Happy a lot more and him going forward. Um, and then just that that last moment that is so like hard like bittersweet of peter jumping in straight into the the um, engineering section in the back picking stuff up doing a movement that i swear we've seen um tony stark do before he puts his hand in like the glove and moves that around and then just to cap that off with uh the acdc that gets called led zeppelin um i think just that whole (laughs) section of um this movie is fantastic yeah it's pretty special um, I'm going to go with uh, Peter and Mysterio in Germany. That whole hologram sequence, uh, so good, so good, and like sets up how much of a threat uh, Mysterio can be uh, if used I properly. Popped, I popped so hard when the image of Peter in snowy New York inside the Mysterio helmet popped up because that's one of my favorite comic book um, Covers, cover arts, yeah. like ever. So. Soon as that, when that came up on screen, I was like, "Holy fuck, that's awesome!" Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, I also enjoyed the the uh, relationship between Martin Starr and uh, JB Smooth as the chaperones for this science tour. Science tour where they do no science at all. Well, the thing is, JB Smooth says that towards the end. He's like, "Where the fuck was the science?" He's like, "Where? Like, we want some trip with no science, like." I like when um, what's his face the the kids like oh I've got these pictures of Peter in a bathroom all this stuff and he's like stop <laughs> he's like I right, dude I'm gonna be real with you you need to stop that <laughs> <laughs> like, like what we didn't what we later found out was um, Brad grew up to be Doctor Disrespect and uh, he there you go what a what a what a what a pull what a call <laughs> bold choice to. to- <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, We're also, in the Champions Club now, that's fine I really <laughs> Really enjoy Flash in this as well uh, He gets some great comedic moments uh, I don't uh, Someone else, I don't know who brought it up uh, I can't remember where I heard it, but it's kind of weird That Flash still is in love with Spider-Man after I Crash. said this last that's I right. said Sid Homecoming The Homecoming episode where it's like 
Why is he a dorky super fan after he stole his car and crashed it to shit? Never Again, I, I, I just, just put Spider-Man. it down to... There's a lot of this stuff where I'm like, there's time gaps. Like, presumably Spider-Man's been helping out in the neighborhood so a lot. He got a lot of better press after stopping the Falcon. Like, I, I, can, I can... The Vulture. If we, if no, we Vulture, ever sorry. get... If we ever get a the version Falcon. of He's probably like, wow, I helped Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. If, if that's, we ever that's... get a version of Venom that isn't directly tied to the Tom Hardy one, I don't think it's going to be Flash. I actually think it's going to be that Brad kid. I mean, I don't, is Venom not... No, it's separate, isn't it? Yeah. But they want to use... They want it to be... They want it to be, but they want it and to it be And it could together. be. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Still, we'll see. Um, I do, Venom I do 2 love comes that's... out later this year. Yeah. I need to watch the first one. Eh? Um, they, I, I do love that scene where F- Flash is like watching news and he's getting off fanboys. Eh? And then whoever's like, why do you love Spider-Man? Like, he's like, oh, he just, he's great. You know, he helps, he saves the city. What up, fuckface? Or whatever he says. <laughs> <you know? laughs> uh, yeah. That's good shit. Uh, again, also shout out to Ned and Betty, this film. What a great couple. Great. Unfortunate. They, you know, they grew just, apart. Just Adults, how- Peter, we just grow apart. We... It's Share just, time. <laughs> it's just so typical. Anybody who's been through high school and has gone on like a like a trip or anything, yeah, you've all known to like a relationship that's been exactly like that, where they've gotten really close during like a school camp, and then by the end of the school camp or a week later, it's done. Yeah, I don't think I ever went on school camp, but I definitely did. Like at a swimming carnival, I dated a girl in high school for the entirety of the swimming carnival, and we broke up at the end of the day. So I feel like that's my cl- the closest equivalent I've got. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just they have some great comedic moments, like them on the Ferris wheel. I just threw up in my mouth. I kissed you, but I just threw up in my mouth. I got I've got a mint. And then you know, shout out to a night monkey. <laughs> well, night monkey up here. No one's like it looks alike. It's just Spider Man in black. It's just, <laughs> like, uh, you didn't see Spider Man. It's just that's the European ripoff. You know? mm. well, the other one was um, Ned having to try and be like the the convincing voice about going to the opera. <laughs> like just like I think it's going to be a great idea. I think it's going to great really experience this culture- culturally. Yeah, he loves doing that thing. <laughs> Anything. You know, what ma- no one makes me laugh at Night Monkey though. I don't know if it's like an specifically supposed to be this sort of joke, but I'm like in reality. Europe would have Spider-Man and America would have the American ripoff. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're doing like a, a film joke where it's like, oh, the it's a European ripoff or whatever, it's like, it would be the opposite. <laughs> or the movie <laughs> would be, be set in China. Yeah. And then yes. also, um, Ned being like, uh, okay, now that you're uh, FOS, FOS, a friend of Spider-Man, mm. uh, you you know that we have to play it cool, and yeah. uh, and just his whole competitiveness being like, well. I knew it first, and I've been Spider-Man's known this secret for the longest. And and MJ's yeah. just like, chill on. Like I, I figured, I figured it, it out. out. <laughs> like, I figured it out. Like, he's he's also he's also on the game when when he walks in and sees Peter in the costume. Nice cosplay, uh, Halloween costume there, Peter. Yeah. Oh, real good. <laughs> like <laughs> not even a falter. Yeah, yeah. Even before that, the moment where Peter's like taking off his clothes and <laughs> MJ's just sta- standing. <laughs> Staring. Just staring. Yeah. Well, Greek. she tries. Yeah. I think anybody would stare at Tom Holland, you know? He's he's yacked. Yeah, in that film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything else you guys want to talk about? I think there is one interesting, like, tidbit that they mention 
uh, Nick Fury mentions there's Kree sleeper cells around the world. Mm. Whether yep. that is something that comes to put into play later in the future. Um, sorry, that could be a thing. Um, um, why is Nick where's Fury Maria on Hill? the sol- I was going to ask about s- s- the... Okay, where is Maria Hill? I don't know. But also, what, what the fuck is Nick Fury actually doing? Holiday. Is he, though? I think so. See, that's the thing. I remember the first time being like, he's just on a holiday. But then I'm like, he's not on a holiday. It seems like he's on his weekend or like he's on his his break and he's actually just up maybe there he's now. actually he maybe he's going somewhere. Yeah, he's just, mm. just taking the moment. Maybe something happens in WandaVision that causes Nick Fury to have to travel to Sword to help out. Mm. No, I don't think so. I think that's more I personally feel like that's trying to connect to Captain Marvel too. Possibly. Potentially. I think is the the actual connection. All right. Uh, I think we hit everything. Um, all right. This week's comics recommendation, the comic for this week is Spider-Man, uh, written by Brian Michael Bendis, penciled by Sarah Piccelli. Uh, this sees the coming together of the first ever coming together of the Earth 616 universe, Peter Parker, and the ultimate comics universe's Miles Morales, uh, in which Mysterio accidentally brings them all together, uh, in in where Peter goes into the ultimate universe, a uh, universe in which he's died, you know, and they, he teams up with uh, Miles. Uh, again, didn't get to this one. <laughs> uh, so, Dylan, what'd you think? This is some good shit. I really enjoyed this one. This was just some wholesome Spider-Man on Spider-Man stuff. Uh, very easy read. I read all... That's not the way I'm in it. Uh, very easy read. They, I, I think I read all five issues or whatever it was in in one night and it's just it's it's a lot of fun so a you start peter's like oh i'm having a good time it's blasted this of the alternate universe you have a lot of um great moments when they first arrive it almost feels very um uh spider-versey when he first gets to the alternate universe because uh he runs into miles and you know both of them accuse the other one of being you know, a, f- a fake Spider-Man to a degree, and they have a little bit of a battle and this sort of stuff. But um, the the comic also has a lot of heartwarming moments, especially when, of course, once Peter realizes he's in this alternate universe, and you know he can actually go speak to family members and friends that may or may not exist in the one he's in, and this sort of stuff. And Miles gets asked some questions about his universe and um, stuff like that. It's not very action heavy. There's I think there's like there's the fight scene at the start and there's like a fight scene for Mysterio towards the end of the run, but primarily between all that, it's mostly just Spider two Spider Man talking to each other and have having some cool conversations and cool moments between characters and stuff. And yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Quite enjoyed it. I as soon as I finished it, I was like, where's it go next? I wanna I wanna pick up where the because there's like a sort of cliffhanger, I guess. I was like, okay, what what canonically is the thing I have to keep reading to keep reading this Spider Man story? So I, I yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Cool. Uh Kieran? I only got into the start of this because of last week's, uh, like, choices were kind of quite long. Um, but I enjoy any... I love this section of Spider-Man in general. Like, I love the Spider-Verse in general, going all the way back to the animated series when that was originally um, kind of venturing into that section. Um, but it's it's always really good to... Um, it's always good for, you know... Spider-Man or the individual Spider-Man to be able to find the moments where they realize they're finally not alone and there's somebody else that understands them or kind of is on the same wavelength and just the narrative and the discussions that come out of that connection is always so interesting 
Um, and I'm definitely going to finish off the run before, um, like, after the episode. But I think it's it's really great. And I both adore both Peter and Miles to the moon and back. So um, put them in anything and, and I'll be happily to read it every time. Awesome. Yeah, there's definitely one I'm going to have to chase back up to uh, get to. Uh, but I guess this brings us to the end of this episode of All New Marvel Cast. Uh, let us know what you thought of this film, Spider-Man Far From Home, what you thought of our theories about what's coming next, about the comic Spider-Man, uh, by going to explosionm.com slash Twitter. You'll find all of our Twitter handles there. Um, this brings us to the end of our all-new Marvelcast MCU rewatch. Uh, I don't know. We'll probably be doing like a ranking episode. Haven't confirmed it yet, uh, but <laughs> we've got more. Now? Do you want my rankings? You, uh, so, have- no, no, no. I'll beat him to it. I'll beat him to it. I'll beat him to it. Um, anything but Endgame that features the word Avengers somewhere down the bottom. Anything that involves Ant-Man like somewhere at the top. And then everything else gets graded on the amount of character interactions there are within the movie. You how much diversity? No, we'll save it for like a full episode. It's fine. I don't feel like that's a full episode, but sure. Yeah. Oh, he's just said it. He's just all. Doesn't need to be a long episode. <laughs> Alright, uh, so make sure you watch more Marvel stuff and join us next time for another all new Marvel cast. <laughs>